You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I am Clint. And why are you, I'm going to let you introduce yourself to the people. Who, who is in the third window that we got going on today? Hey, good, good evening, guys. Uh, I'm Josh, also known on the Twitter as at DogStats. Um, and I'm mm. happy to be here uh, getting ready for the SEC Championship game with you guys. I appreciate you having me on. And the reason that I'm letting Josh introduce himself is because y'all get over on Twitter right now. You follow this man. And just you do just it. soak in the glory do what we that say. is the stats. Do what we say right now. Don't question. Do don't, it. Hey, hey, do as I say, not as I do. Okay? But That's, it happens to – We happens, actually do follow him on Twitter. I was just so going to say, we be, actually do follow do. him. So do both of those things. Uh, Daniel and I are fans of UGA, which is why we made this podcast. We're so glad to be here. Josh is also a fan of all things glorious with football, but statistics – well and good, and that's why I invite him on this podcast today with us. Um, glad you guys are here. We're going to break down the defenses of Georgia and mm. Alabama. Yesterday, we talked about the offense with John, yep. where strengths of both sets of units. Today, we're going to talk about the defense for Bama, for Georgia. We're going to see statistically where we land. Uh, here's a hint. It's it's high. Um, it's near the top. Josh, <laughs> some may say. Uh, we're mm-hmm. going to let Josh talk about those things. Um, Daniel. Yeah, let's let's jump in to this conversation. By the way, thank you for following and subscribing and ratings and reviews and comments and thumbs up and all those things that you do. The audio podcast uh, can be found on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever. Uh, the video is on YouTube. If that's where you're finding us, check out the audio. If you're finding us on audio, check out the video. Um, all those things are great. Thank you. To all of you who have made the show so popular um, as we run up to the SEC Championship. All right, it's Wednesday, and as Clint said, we're focused on defense. So let's jump in. Georgia, I think obviously the narrative is a bit flipped from yesterday, Clint. So yesterday we're talking about offense, and the, the national media narrative on these offenses is Alabama Heisman Trophy front runner of a quarterback. Sure. Georgia, barely a game manager as a quarterback. Alabama, high-powered, downfield, explosive offense. Georgia, pedestrian, manage-the-clock, run-out-the-game type of offense. And we talked about how those narratives were. The narratives are kind of flipped in terms of defense. Georgia's defense has been the talk of college football this year. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's got some Alabama fans a little bit salty. I think because Alabama's defense has not exactly been maligned by the national media. They would never, they would never do that to Nick Saban, but they have certainly not been what we think of as a typical Alabama defense uh, for now the second year in a row might have something to do with that guy that you have as the defensive coordinator. I don't know, but could be. Uh, So Josh, when you look at this Alabama defense, are they – Clint and I have a perception that, for example, the tackling is bad, that the defense is soft, that, that Alabama's defense is nothing like what it was. When you look at this Alabama defense statistically, it, is it that bad or are they somewhere in the middle? I, I think they're actually pretty good. Um, they, 
you know, like one of the things that I've during the early part of the season, I was concerned about the Georgia offense because I was looking, frankly, I was looking at the potential matchup with Alabama and Alabama gets better every game. Um, and they did, they, they, they did regressed a little bit at the end here on offense, but the defense steadily got better. I mean, they're, uh, they're like, uh, let me see here. Um, they are like 11th, uh, they're, they're three, they're averaging, sorry. Uh, you got too many spreadsheets open here. Stay with me. All um, the spreadsheets. That's yeah, literally uh, never my problem, Josh. I've <laughs> never said those words before in my entire life. The uh, their their success rate on defense is thirty seven percent. It's really good. It's you know top ten, and and they've played some better offenses than, than Georgia. I'm gonna say that you know we didn't have to play Ole Miss, um and um and you know Miami's yep. a better team offensively than Clemson is. So um so they're a good team. They're a good defense. It's gonna be a low scoring game. I um and I just hope we can score one more point than them. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, you said you ranked them comparatively to Georgia on that list. So they, what was the, the, the metric you just gave out? They ranked 13th. What metric are you using for that? Um, okay. So like, here I got my spreadsheet now. So they're al- al- allowing 4.6 yards per play and Georgia's allowing 3.7 yards per play defensively. Those Georgia's first. Um, and in fact, Georgia will go into the college football playoff with the first ten- first time as a defense allowing less than four point yards. Uh, four yards per play that's up there with the Alabama the the best Alabama teams on defense and the best Clemson teams on defense so obviously Jeez. that's first this year yeah Alabama's eighth and uh, defensive yards per play um, and then success rate is one of those things we talk about a lot and their success rate on defense is um, t- they are uh, 17th and Georgia's first um, and that 17th is you know not great but it's still pretty good I mean that's and that's all of 130 power uh Teams. Mm-hmm. It's not just power five. So you probably got some, some um, group of five and, and other teams in there mixed in that if you sort it out by power five, they're probably top 10. Yeah. Clint, I'm going to let you, as we talk about the Alabama defense in this first segment, um, I'm going to let you, I'm going to give you the honor of talking about what, uh, what, where it is that you see them struggle. Um, because I know that you've had that locked and loaded for weeks. I've had it locked and loaded for weeks, y'all. Here, here's my question. I'm going to give you my perception. Daniel, you finish. No, no, go ahead. Yeah, you, you, you start. And then I'm going to talk about how, what, what I see them excel at. There we go. That's great. So here are my – here I got three areas, and you tell me if my eyeballs are lying, if the metrics back up my eyeballs, or if the metrics uh, are – my eyeballs are defying what is actually happening. Um, I don't know if, if you've charted the, the, the rush – defense of Bama as it pertains to uh, when Will Anderson is playing defensive end or when he's playing outside backer and and what happens then because Will Anderson is a beast y'all look look at me right now I, I, I was will, supposed I to will. talk about what they do well just so okay. we're clear <laughs> but he becomes he becomes above average to good when he plays defensive end is so I saw him play a lot of defensive end against Auburn. He was inside uh, the tackle on a lot of plays. He wasn't out in space. And I think he looked less like Superman for this defense. That's the first area. Are my eyes lying to me, Josh? Unfortunately, I don't get to get snap counts and where they play. Um, I can tell you that he's only he's PFF, whatever you want to say about him and his run grade. Um, is you know seventy nine point eight, which is really good. Forty tackles, only three missed. But um, so 
I do think that he is a man that's asked to do a lot of things and a man that does a lot of things uh, needs to do one thing well. And I mean, I, so I don't, I think you're right. I think when he's leaned on to do something off the edge, he's not going to be as good. So, um, you know, the stats prove that the Georgia's, I mean, the Alabama is quite good against the run um, and, you know, maybe not as good against the pass. So maybe that's when he's playing, you know, def- defensive end and he's trying to get some pressures on the quarterback that maybe that, that is not as good um, a position for him. And maybe the Alabama uh, pass metrics yes. kind of prove that hmm. out. Yes, the second area that I see weakness is this secondary. I see missed assignments. I see blown coverages. I see guys running free for days in the secondary. And most importantly, tight ends running free for days up the seams and in the middle against this defensive back unit. Are my eyes to see me? You just said they're not good pass defensively. Talk a little bit more about that. They're they're good. They're just, they're, it's definitely, they're better on run defense. Um, you know, I'm looking at, you know, Henry Toe, I can't even say his name. I mean, Toe, he's, Toe. Toe, yeah, he's 27 receptions on 34 targets. And, I, you know, the PFF grade there, take it for what you want, is a 46.8, which is the lowest oh, on their no. squad. Yeah. Oh, um, no. And, you know, by comparison, our linebackers are giving up, you know, under six yards per reception. Henry is uh, giving up 9.6. Um, I'm seeing a lot of, of their their linebackers giving up 8.6, 10.8 yards per catch. And that's that's where, you know, they're, they're – it's one thing, you know, linebackers are going to give up receptions and coverage, you know, they're not, but they've yep. got to wrap them up and tackle. And that's what the Georgia defense does quite well. And it may be the Alabama defense, not, not quite as much. So maybe, you know, those slants and those quick, those little, um, you know, curl routes to, to Bowers might be um, some places where Monken can dial up some success. Clint, you've lost your ability. You've lost your ability to talk about what Alabama does poorly because it's taken you this long. Josh had to bring up Henry Toto's name. You look, you wouldn't look, even do it. Look, now listen, it's all listen to me. List. The man, the the man was heralded as the greatest transfer to ever hit the market. Alabama broke college football when they got him because yes, the rich sir. get richer. Isn't this ridiculous? How good this guy is. I watched the Florida game, and I watched the man single-handedly miss 132 tackles. I counted them. I charted them just like Josh does. I went through every play, and I watched. He missed 132 tackles in the Florida game. Uh, He could not bring anybody to the ground. And now you're telling me, Josh, that when he drops back into coverage, that he is suspect to say the least. Now, Georgia's got a lot of strengths on the offense, and we're not supposed to be talking about the Georgia offense. But I dare say that the greatest of those strengths is going to be matched up against Henry To'o To'o in coverage often. And his name, as Josh has already said, is Brock Bowers. And so already, if you're the Alabama defensive scheme, schemers, game planners, if you're putting together a plan to play against this Georgia offense, already, I think you have to go into the game trying to compensate for someone right out of the gate. You're having to try to shift matchups and get away from man-to-man coverage or single coverage on the tight end when he's out over the middle. And all so that puts you one step behind the eight ball already. It puts Todd Monk in two steps out in front because Henry Toto is a liability. I mean, and I'll just say it, it Alabama – is very good in my from my eyes. Alabama's very good up front. Will Anderson is not the only guy on that defensive front. 
but he is the best guy on that defensive front. But there's other dudes yes. around him. And, um, yeah, check back in on Friday and talk to me about what I'm nervous about about this game, and you will hear his name come up again. But once you get past that, on to the second and the third level, I think the Alabama defense really starts to have some holes. And so, yeah, can Georgia run the ball? That's a big question. Can Stetson Bennett make them pay on the back mm-hmm. end? That's mm-hmm. a big question. Can the offense, Georgia offensive line hold up in pass pro? That's a big question. All these things we will talk about. Um, uh, we got more to cover on the defense. We'll shift to Georgia's defense. Hold that thought, Josh, when we come back right after this. First, I want to talk about prize picks. College football fanatics, have you heard about prize picks? Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this. We love this. And know you will too. Price Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy, offers more college football props than anyone else in the world. All the star players of the Power Five, as well as mid-major players you have not even heard of. Uh, Price Picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns, even interceptions thrown. All of the users right now that head over to prizepicks.com, put them in the promo code locked on, get 100% deposit up to $100. That means you put $100 in, they're going to match it. 100 bucks right on top with promo code locked on. You pick two to five players over under their projections. You can earn up to 10 times on any entry. It allows mixed sports entries. You take the over on LeBron combined with the under of Mahomes in the same entry. Use the award winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds. It's that easy. Price picks safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out pricepicks.com. Use promo code locked on or go to your App Store and download the app today. Price picks is daily fantasy made easy. Josh, I cut you off before the break. Uh, jump in. What, what were you going to go with? Well, yeah, I was just going to talk about, you know, Christian Harris. I mean, you're looking at these some of these, you know, yards after catch. I mean, they are definitely susceptible there. So I think, you know, to reiterate some of those points that, yes, they're very good against the run. Um, and I just think that this brand of offense that Georgia's running, I know we're supposed to be talking about the defense. I just don't think you're going to see. Yeah, it was like, why? It's just like nobody runs on Georgia because you can't. I think that's what Georgia's going to look at with. Sure, they're going to try it, but if it's not there, that that's not the only thing we have to we the only you know arrow in our quiver. You know, we can you know we might have to pass the ball forty two to forty five times, and I think this offense is prepared to do that. And that's what mm. we may have to do against mm. the Alabama defense. So mm. why beat your head, why beat your head against the wall? This is what we've ne- that's what mm. we've asked for as Georgia fans is to stop running into stacked boxes. You know, so let's yeah. spread them out. Let's. No one tell Gary Danielson and Brad Nessler that because they will not be able to handle it. They will question why Stetson He's Bennett is throwing the ball He's legally obligated so to throw under 17 times a game, according to he's, Gary. He's not, he's not able to do it, I think, is why no. he doesn't do it often. It's no. not because we're blowing teams out and trying to no. run the clock out so no one gets injured. All right. Let's shift our focus to the Georgia defense. Uh, I know we've talked to you about this Georgia defense before. Josh, a couple of games have been played since then. Um, but you've already talked about a historic defense. You've talked about them being compared to some of the all-time great defenses. Obviously, this Georgia defense excels against the run. You just mentioned it. They No one runs the ball on Georgia. Uh, also, pretty good against the pass. Really good at getting after the passer. Uh, I, I'm going to start here. Are there weaknesses? on the Georgia defense, if you're the Alabama offensive coordinator and mm. Lord knows Bill O'Brien is probably listening to this podcast looking for help because he needs it. He's, he can't if, find it anywhere else. If you're him, are are there weaknesses to attack? 
Um, I, I think the weakness is, is just like with every team is like getting explosive chunk plays and, and, you know, that's going to be, you know, it's all about getting pressure on Bryce, Bryce Young and, you know, forcing him off his spot. I mean, I think the game plan will be similar to what we saw against DJ Nolea. I mean, I have the hardest names with names. I should be better. Hardest. Yes. hardest. Well, but, but, yeah, where, I mean, where they, if they can, that's what, that's the game plan going to be. So if, if the O-line for Bama can, can give him time and, or if he can elude or if we miss tackles and some of those guys are running free on break, you know, I can see that being a weakness. I mean, cause you know, quarterbacks can only cover so much, you know, especially against the talent that, that Alabama's got at wide receiver. So I mean, if you're, if you're asking me for the weakness, it's that, yeah, if, if we can't get him, get to him and they get some plays over the top, but I mean, again, you're throwing it, you know, Darian Kendrick and Kelly Ringo, who are some of the best in the SEC covers. And, and mm. you know, and sometimes, and sometimes, you know, like those coverage, you know, they, if they can hold them down and, you know, and that some of those sacks and those pressures can be because of the secondary. They're not, you know, everyone thinks of the pass rushers and the big guys coming up the middle. But, you know, if you can make a quarterback hold the ball for a second, second and a half longer, then that leads to sacks. And that's on sometimes, a lot of time on the secondary as well. Hmm. Clint, who, when you look at the Georgia defense or think about the Georgia defense in this game, give me a name or two that spring to mind as, oh, you might want to, this guy might be primed. This might be a game. And then not just not just kind of as a wild, ooh, wouldn't it be fun if this guy had a good game? But when you look at the matchup against Alabama, who seems like they might be primed for a good day? Uh in my mind, two easiest answers. Keely Ringo, um, eat your Wheaties because you are going to be tested. They are going to put whatever Mechie or J- – they're going to try to match you up and get you isolated. They're going to use motion. They're going to try to make you on an island by yourself. And, and he's going to be there a lot. He's, he's going to be, be on an island a lot. Because Dan and Kirby, I don't it. think, are, are, are not going to change up their – like this D got us here. And we're going to keep it there. So look for that yeah. that flag, that fade to the sideline. I think Keely Ringo is going to be tested and tested often. We might roll. Um, this just in. Uh, Dan Jackson, I hope, plays in this game a ton. I hope Dan Jackson plays a ton in this game because he's been sound. And if you're going to tell me that he can be sound on that side of the field, uh, I'm fine with that. Uh, not yeah, covering 20 years down the field. He's He's got a 75.3 grade on PFF coverage. Um 5.7 yards per catch you're talking about. Yeah. You do have to attack somebody and as good as Kelly Ringo is, he is, you know, the, the, he's given up, he's uh, 36 targets, 13 receptions, three pass breakups, uh, a 72.2 grade, which is the lowest out of all those guys, which is really, really good. And still, yeah. even though that's, he's still on 10.1 yards per catch for, for a cornerback. That's pretty good. Um, but, that's really you know, good. Yeah, Darian Kendrick is more more normal at fifteen point three. I mean, Kelly Ringo got off to a really good start um, early in the season, uh, and he's definitely mm. not regressed. But he's they're throwing to him more at him more often, and he's playing exceptionally well. But that's that's hardly a weakness. <laughs> if you're talking Kelly Ringo is our weakness, we're yeah, pretty damn good. Well, that's, like that's you exactly said, right. You got to choose. You got to throw at somebody or uh, get what, sacked. I guess. I've got I've got that coverage stuff up here. Yeah, but look at these linebacker uh, yards per catch. Nicobe Dean four point mm. four yards per catch. Quay seven point two. Tyndall five point six. That's almost half as much as what some of these linebackers for Alabama are giving up. So the the it's, the, the pass coverage of the linebackers is just sickening. It's so good. So you're not going to beat us 
Dinkin and Duncan underneath. That's the thing that I take away from that. Like you're not going, you're not going to just matriculate the ball down the field because when you do that, when you throw those, make those underneath throws, what you're looking for is for somebody to break one and take it. That nobody wants to run a 19 play touchdown drive. You know, you you got to hit a big play, and when you throw those underneath routes, what you're looking for is one missed tackle, two missed tackles, and all of a sudden somebody's to the house. Yep. Well, you can't do that against Georgia. Because they don't miss those tackles. They don't. Yeah, I mean, Nicobe and Quay both have two pass breakups each, and nicobe has got a, an interception there, two interceptions that we all know and love. Um, and, mm. you know, their pass coverage grades are 90.8, 80, and, and Channing Tindall's 82.7, you know, so. I'm, um, I'm sorry. 90.8, he said. Okay. He said yeah. 90.8. You, you said Alabama's linebackers essentially give up a first down when they're attacked in the passing game. Eight to ten yards per yeah. play. Certainly a successful okay. play, yes. A successful play. When you pass against the Kobe Dean, Quay Walker, Channing Tindall, you don't succeed. These are freaks. And have, uh, the second guy, uh, Jalen Carter. Daniel, look for Jalen Carter Ooh. to line up on poor Ooh. right tackle. I, I refuse to learn your name because I'm going to disrespect it, right tackle. You already disrespected enough, right tackle for Bama. I ain't going to disrespect you more. Well, and plus, once in. he gets pulled and he gets subbed out for somebody else, you'll have to learn that guy's name, and then it becomes I, I a whole thing. Jalen Carter is going to eat a lot against yes. him. Yeah. Very he, he similar. Leads, no, go ahead. Leads, go ahead. Yeah, he, he leads the team in 17 hurries uh, and an 85.9 you know, pass rush grade, which is actually better. Jacoby uh, Dean's the only one that's got a higher pass rush grade. I'm sorry, Devonta Wyatt's slightly higher, but but those guys, Carter and Wyatt, you know, both have four sacks each and in the teens and, and quarterback hurries. Either of those guys' favorites to win the Heisman Trophy? No, no, doesn't. No, apparently not. Um, I, I have similar logic to you, Clint, but I have a different name. Uh, I'm gonna go Nolan Smith. I think. Um, listen, let we and uh, all fairness, come back today. Um, yesterday on the pod, we were talking about big time players on the Alabama offense. We sh- we would be remiss if we did not mention the left side of that Alabama offensive line is quite good, particularly good. the left tackle. Quite good. Yeah. He's going to be the first tackle taken in the NFL draft, Neil? most likely. He he's very very good at football. Left side of the offensive line. Well, Robert Beal is going to be there all day, keeping him busy, uh, keeping him occupied. But then on the other side, you got Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith. And, and number four just lined up. And, and and again, this is what the point that John kept making yesterday, but I kept stopping him because he wasn't allowed to talk about the, the defense. The, the point he kept making yesterday is if a UAB transfer for Auburn can do that to the right side of the Alabama offensive line, oh, no. Jalen Carter and Nolan Smith – and Devontae Wyatt coming around the corner on a stunt, what are they going to do to the right side of this line? It's going to be ugly, y'all. It is really going to be ugly. Hey, we're going to come back. We've got a couple more final thoughts to wrap up. Uh, but before we do, before we come back to that, I want to let you know about a couple of the good old sponsors, Daniel. People that have just been here for the good, look. The good old boys of the podcast. <laughs> well, I, I, I began saying that and I realized that's that's probably not that's probably not great. Uh, well, it's about BetOnline.com. BetOnline uh, has you covered all season long for more props, odds, lines than ever before. As football season continues to march on to the playoffs, which Georgia is certainly 
going to be a part of. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all your sports action this season. Day and I love it. Uh, we're going to give out a couple leans and locks tomorrow on the pod. Uh, come out for that. We're going to let you know what we think about Georgia, mm-hmm. uh, the point spread, the over-under. Um, Josh is saying take the under, which I don't think he's wrong on that. Uh, head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use the promo code Locked On to receive your bonus. From basketball, football, NHL, boxing, and UFC fight to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Also want to let you know about Built Bar. It's the tastiest protein bar on planet Earth. They come in a wide variety of delicious flavors, and all of them are keto-approved and delicious and tasty. And all of them can be found at BuiltBar.com. If you go there right now and enter the promo code LOCKEDON15, you'll get a 15% off discount on your first order. That's one box, two boxes, three boxes, a whole case, whatever you want. They do mixed boxes. They do... Uh, they do single flavors. There are chocolate flavors, fruit flavors. They come in a wide variety of textures, a wide variety of flavors, whatever your particular taste may be. Built Bar has you covered. They're all high in protein, high in fiber, low in sugar, keto approved, and great for whatever meal plan you are on. BuiltBar.com. Enter the promo code LOCKEDON15 and you will get 15% off your first order at BuiltBar.com. Daniel, final questions for Josh about the analytics and statistics of these matchups of these two defenses. Yeah, you mentioned low-scoring game, Josh, um, and, I, and I think that's interesting. I don't know that many people are leaning that way when they think about this game. I think people – I think, again – National perceptions are Georgia's got an amazing defense, but Alabama's got this elite offense, this incredible offense. And Alabama's defense has struggled at times this year. Uh, And yet you're leaning low scoring. Uh, Any particular reason or any particular keys, I guess, for either defense – uh, or either offense matching up against the defense in order to break through and put points on the board. Well, I know I talk about a lot of numbers, success rate, EPA, explosiveness, and all that. But if you if you just look at it and look at the success success rate, but break it down, Alabama on offense is averaging thirty successful plays, thirty five successful plays. Georgia's uh, averaging thirty. On the flip side, their their defense is allowing twenty four. Georgia's allowing nineteen. So um, I think in both teams, if you look at the defensive numbers, Georgia is absolutely ridiculously elite on how many of those successful plays actually lead to points. They're averaging for each successful play an offense runs against Georgia. They're averaging 0.35 um, points on the scoreboard. So you can see, you know, 19 successful plays, 0.35. You can see like, you know, seven, seven and a half points allowed. So, and Alabama's good on that, on that. They're, they're not as good, but they're good. And they're averaging 0.8. So, I mean, it takes a lot of point, a lot, of, a lot of good plays on the on the offenses to score on these defenses. That's that's the number I want you to realize, and and you got to string some good plays together. Um, so I just think that the defenses are very smart and both well coached and and very disciplined. And I think that um, it's going to take 
uh, you know, it's going to take a bunch of plays to score on them, and I just don't know how many of them each offense can get on these defenses. So if Georgia can hold Alabama to 20, 24 successful plays, you know, you're looking at a, you know, a 17, you know, they're not going to help, you know, be that 0.35 point per successful play. They're going to be closer to the national average of 0.8. So, yeah, we're looking at a 17 to 20 point, you know, game for the Alabama offense. And, and I think Georgia can, you know, if they can limit them, it's probably going to be close to a 50, 50 success rate game on each, on each side. I think that both teams are going to be mm. in the mid twenties of successful plays. And it's just like, who, who can not give up the big play? And I, I like Georgia in that in yeah. that scenario. I'm thinking 27, 21. There you go. Okay. Ooh. Yeah. To, to maybe put this into, into like graspable, grasping terms. Um, if I was a boxing, as I was a boxing match and each successful blow was like a, you know, a power strike, a power blow. You're telling me that it takes three successful power blows, power shots on George's D to score a point against yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That's a good okay. way. That's a good, okay. that's a good, is that, good analogy. Is that, and I, I think I might, I, I meant to ask you this last time you were on the podcast, because I think you gave us that stat last time, Josh, and yeah, it's mind boggling to me. Yeah, it's, it's mind boggling to me. And so the question that keeps coming to my mind is, is that luck? Or is that is is there something to that? Because in my mind, it you know if you give up a successful play, it's going to lead to points, and so maybe it's just Georgia's just gotten lucky, and so maybe they might regress to the mean, or it or do they do something particularly that helps limit while it might give up a few successful plays that helps limit points. I think it's two things. I think that extraordinarily low number is factored into a bunch of drives that, you know, like the Kentucky game, the Missouri game and the uh, Tennessee game where those were a lot of, a lot of plays that didn't lead to any points or, you know, very few points. So I think that's, that's Mm. helping that number a little bit, but you know, it's still not going to, you know, regress all the way to even the good mean, which is, you know, 0.8, the bad, you know, like, I'm, I'm, you know, the, all the all the top twenty five teams are in that point point eight point, uh, uh, pl- you know, point eight points per successful play allowed. So uh, they're not going to regress all the way to that. Like Penn State's like point is the next team behind Georgia, and they're full point a quarter of a point worse than Georgia. So yeah, if we regress to that, to the second best team, which yeah. is you know that's going to be really good for Georgia if we can you know be as good as Penn State is in that stat. Almost doubling what we, what how many, you know, 0.3 to 0.6 around those numbers. So almost being a half the team that we've been all year. We're the second best defense and we're going to give up that many points. I think we have a fighting shot. Any of your statistics or analysis, I see a bunch of people out there doing deep dive into analytics that are getting projections on the game. Do you get into that, that at all? That's a whole different animal. I would love to say those guys are running models. They're doing some code. Uh, I I literally think of myself as a stats sort of reporter more than I am like an analytics mm-hmm. person. I, I enjoy looking at the numbers and, and organizing them and, and just and making data visualizations of them that don't require an XY scatter plot and a bunch of logos like they're hoping so, each other on. A, so, so what you're saying <laughs> is you're you're more scientist and less magician. Is what you're saying to me? He's possibly, yeah. I I mean, like the one thing that you know, Graham and I do on our show, we, you know, like I go through the stats and he puts in context to it. It's a lot of fun because I'll put some stats together and paint sort of a picture of what the stats say is good, and then he'll either and he'll come and find the actual plays. So it's a nice visual and you know metrics way to do it. Now, what? And I know today on Georgia Twitter that uh, Parker, who is basically 
you know, he's a statistician that, and and is a TCU alum and stuff. It's really good. I mean, he's he's crunching a ton of numbers and he is actually projecting those. Um, and uh, but I don't. I would love to try to do that. I mess around with it a little bit by ju- trying to adjust for opponent. It's all really about adjusting for your opponent and who you played. And obviously, the stats that Coastal Carolina is racking up aren't the same stats that Georgia's racking up. So, That's right. Um, you can look at, you know, both those teams have, you know, like at one point, you know, Coastal had a better net yards per play, but obviously they're not playing the same team. So um, that's really what well, those, believe, those analytics do. I believe the the term is that they ain't played nobody. Paul is the thing that's that you have to say after that. So um, listen, it's Murray ain't the, even a state, Paul. <laughs> this is not uh, the these are two these are two good defenses, but but Clint and and I think from talking to you a lot, it sounds like Josh, you, you're putting these these. Are you willing to call are these like one A and one B type defenses? Are they that close? Well, because to me, I see two good defenses, but I see one game-changing defense and i see one good sec defense in this game i I feel like honestly the 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 script has been flipped i think that just metrics wise i don't want to talk about the lineage and all the history and stuff like this this is the type of defense that i feel like georgia has come with a really good defense going up against a better defense and i think this year georgia has the better defense on this alabama team and it's a, mm. it's a, and they've got to prove it. They've got to, they got to execute and do everything they've done for the previous twelve games. But I do feel like Georgia has, has a decided advantage um, on Alabama I, on the defensive side of the ball. I will yeah. admit I have not watched enough Alabama to be an expert on Alabama, but I will tell you this: they ain't scoring no twenty-one points against this Georgia defense. That's not. It's not. They're not getting there. Uh, so tune in tomorrow, and Clint and I will give you our official predictions. On the game, we've got scores. We've got things that we're leaning towards. We've got locks that we're going to give out. We also might sprinkle in a little this or that at the end of the episode tomorrow. Uh, And so check back in for that. Um, uh, Thanks for being here. Josh, you want to hit the people really quick where they can find you? Tell the people where they can find that, uh, what you're you're up to. My favorite space is Twitter, um, and I am at dog underscore stats. Um, and then my, my good buddy Graham dog out West on Twitter. And I do a show called dog sports live, which is on YouTube and we put it on Twitter. Um, and, uh, I write for dogsports.com. So thank you guys for letting me uh, put those in there. Those are, we have a lot of fun. I know that yeah, you're, you're a fan show and that's what we do. Mm-hmm. We are Georgia fans and we have fun and we just like you guys, we love interacting with you. So if you like Clint that's... Daniel, please check us out. Cause we're doing a lot of fun stuff too. Go do that. Go watch those shows. Go read those articles. Go follow this man on Twitter. We will be back tomorrow and the rest of the week getting you ready for the SEC championship game, and we'll talk to you then. See ya.